Welcome to the Foreigners and Fathers podcast, where two nerdy parents take on the quest of parenthood. This is a podcast where we will share and compare our experiences when it comes to life as immigrants, new parents, and some other things in between. Welcome to episode 10 on the quest for a new party member. So, hello, thank you so much for joining us back on another new episode. This is episode 10 now, a nice round number. And how are you been doing, man? Yeah, I'm okay, Bruno. Thank you very much. Uh, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing... I'm doing. <laughs> I cannot say that I'm doing great. I, I've been a little bit sick. Uh, I have a little bit of what I think. It's a cold. Um, you know, oh, it's one of really? those. Yeah, it's one of those uh, hazards that come with your baby joining a nursery. You're oh, going to be yeah, yeah, way yeah. more exposed to new viruses and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. been a, a rough couple of days for myself and therefore for the whole family because it's one less support. But in general, I, I've been I've been doing fine. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm OK. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling pretty OK at the moment, uh, but I do know exactly what you mean, because I remember being where you were when Nico joined nursery. Uh, he joined uh, couple of months ago or so and uh, yeah those first couple of months were really really rough he, he was really going through it and you know he passed on things to us as well and I remember you saying that you weren't feeling that well but I, I didn't quite associate with the fact that um, Nimrim had started uh, nursery uh, so obviously that's something that is new with her uh, anything or anything else that is new with her uh, she's pointing now Pointing. She, she yeah she mastered clapping because she always used to clap but she used to clap with like one fist closed now right. she mastered clapping so she claps properly now and also she's pointing and stuff and oh, yeah. i realized that she's extremely happy when she points at something and then we go oh you want uh, water and we pass her the water she gets so like proud that she's able to express herself which is really beautiful to see it, it is really I don't know how to say it without sounding corny, but it really is very beautiful to see that she's so proud of herself. Like, yay, I'm communicating. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a baby's version of having superpowers, isn't it? Point to something and then you get it. It must be like, <laughs> oh, I've got, I've got superpowers, you know, I, I can, I can <laughs> yeah. do whatever I want. Uh, I'm so kinetic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I guess it must feel pretty good. Um yeah, I mean, in terms of uh, Nico, what else? What's been new with him? He's uh, he's just babbling a lot, and uh, he's uh, having a all good jolly time at nursery. Uh, he's been having a lot of fun there. He's made some friends, and uh, uh, he was communicating with other babies. Communicating, what I mean, is interacting with other babies. Um, so yeah, it's been really good. He isn't pointing to anything, but uh, he's paying attention to where we point, which is quite fun. Uh, so we point to stuff, and he looks. So if I point up, he's going to look up, and if I point to something, he's going to look at something. And then I, I, I point like, oh, this is a banana, and then I uh, get him closer to the banana, and he. he touches uh it touches the fruit and everything so he's uh, just kind of following on those uh, cues um and it's just so mobile i don't know how old name is but nico is just moving so much oh yeah same it's it's a risk she's a she's a flight risk now like yeah pretty she, much you turn around and she's already crawling at the speed of baby light it's, yeah it's, she's really fast and exactly. i can tell that she's about to start walking any day soon 
because she she loves standing up and I caught her sometimes like letting yeah. herself go of yeah. the support and still oh, standing. Really? It's nice. for less than a second, but still I'm like, uh oh, uh oh, yeah. it's coming. Yeah. But I think that's a a very good segue into today's topic, which is how it felt to have a new party member. Because here we are talking about what was what is new with them now, but. Do you remember what it was the first day that Nico came home? Like, it's, oh, I have a baby now. What do I do? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, you know, following on from the uh, the topic of the, uh, the pregnancy and everything. Really, it's, as you're saying, you know, those first days coming home and it's like what do I do it's so weird I don't know I don't know how it was for you but for me and you'll tell me in a second but uh, for me it's kind of like you bring the baby home right then suddenly you you put the baby in like the middle of the living room or whatever or the bed or something and then suddenly you look at one another and you go like now what you know yeah uh, yeah yeah uh, I remember uh, actually I don't remember I think that the first few days uh, for me, they're a little bit of a haze. I, I don't quite remember how they were. I don't quite remember how we survived or how we went through things. It's just kind of like they blend in. There's some stuff that I remember, but I couldn't tell you if they if that was the first week, the second week, or, you know, the first night, because it's all a bit mixed together. Um, so, yeah, th th that's kind of what I remember in terms of the first days. I remember being like very very careful did you have that were you just like extremely careful with everything you did and how you behaved and the sounds you made yeah no com completely agree actually it's weird that you mention it because i it? was thinking well no because you'll see what <laughs> i mean because i was thinking the same is as much as it was a massive change yeah the first few weeks are kind of out of my mind now and they're really hard for me to recollect it's like i don't it's weird because obviously it's so significant. It's your, it's not only a baby, but yeah. in our case, it's her firstborn, and it's yeah. definitely a, a before and after. I don't remember them, mate. Like I do, but I don't. Yeah, it, it's, it's just kind so, of mixed together. It's so far, it? yeah, it's so far, it's so separated from my current reality that I don't even know if it felt that different to before I had the baby. Like obviously it did, yeah. especially as them being a newborn, but. Well, also, I've been around babies before. Like, I, I'm an uncle of two different nieces with quite a few years between them. So, my first oh, okay. niece came to my life when I was 12. And the second one came when I was already, like, a major teenager. And so, they're, they're, I've been around babies a lot. Uh, but, obviously, it's not the same as having your own baby. But sure, still, yeah. it's, it's weird because... I don't know how to explain it. It's it's I obviously I was amazed at everything they did, for example. It's like look, they're breathing. Oh look, they move. And I remember this the first day that baby slept here, that waking up and seeing the baby is like, okay, I didn't dream it, baby's here. But it's so hard to recollect it at the same time. Like I I, I can't recall the feelings, but I can recall the experience. I don't know if that makes sense. No, no, it makes perfect sense. It, it, it's exactly the same for me. It's it's kind of, you put it nicely, it's remembering the experience, but not exactly the day-by-day day breakdown or anything like that. It doesn't help that we weren't getting, uh, that, you know, 
I think that for you as well, it's just like not not having enough sleep, isn't it? Um, and uh, that mixed with everything that was happening and the fact that we got uh, some paternity leave, two weeks paternity leave, it all kind of blends in together because you kind of lose track of time in a way. Uh, but yeah, that's exactly how I remember it as well, looking at the baby in awe and... Uh, <laughs> I remember as well in the first few days uh, trying to put the um, uh, the car seat in the car and just basically having no idea what I'm doing and basically having to look at uh, videos on YouTube and everything. It's kind of going like, how the crap do you get these in the car like and secure and making sure that everything's where it needs to be. Um, so I remember uh, doing that and I remember as well like being so afraid of taking him anywhere in the car and i think i remember ages ago hearing someone say um you know you're never going to drive as carefully as your first drive back from the hospital to to your house and uh, i think that's kind of how it was but for a few weeks you know just driving very carefully and making sure and like i remember driving and constantly looking over my shoulder just going like is it still okay is he still okay yeah he's still okay okay brilliant let's just still there away. i didn't leave it on the roof of the car he's still there <laughs> yeah 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 no precisely uh, precisely so uh, i remember that yeah yeah no of course well obviously i don't have that experience because i don't drive so i but i you wasn't know how driven. to drive right yeah 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 but i yeah. haven't driven with a baby uh, oh you'll so see I, yeah exactly <laughs> so i don't have that experience yet but i do i don't know again it, it's weird and again and we we only have two weeks paternity leave so we kind of had to be forced to jump back into the regular cycle of work and then after you can see baby and because that's been yeah. going on for so long it feels like it's not that different even though it is it's I, I guess i already said it like i remember the feelings but not i cannot write a diary of what it was and yeah. to be fair my memory is so bad that i don't even know if it's because it was hazy or if it's just because my memory is is is, is poopy but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that doesn't uh, that doesn't help certainly. Uh, but another thing that I remember, which I think brings us nicely into uh, the next thing that uh, I want to discuss. Another thing that I remember is also having some people around, uh, basically trying. Some people because they they wanted to meet the baby. Some people because um, they wanted or, you know, we asked for their help and everything. Um, which um, brings me to something interesting, which is. On the first few days, the first few weeks, um, when you get uh, people in your house and when you're uh, driving around with the baby, when you're taking the baby anywhere, um, it just seems that from one moment to another, everyone seems to have something to say about the fact that you have a baby. So you kind of break those boundaries of, you know, everyone has their own private life and don't talk to me, I won't talk to you in a way. And everyone seems to have something to say about how you should raise a baby or not. Um, yeah. Did you have that same experience, like people coming around and just having a lot of things to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, it's uh, now that you mention it, just before we jump into that, that is, is something that... I remember clearly that as soon as baby came in, everyone came to to see baby. Yeah, like family poured in. It's like we need to meet new baby. So that is that is true. And weirdly enough, not so much for family, but for friends and strangers, I got a lot of advice that felt oh. like imposition. Yeah, my my family. Well, 
my Holly's family has been more restrained. My mom is more hands-on, but it's also because of the fact that my mom lives with us. So she she has that day-to-day able to say stuff. But right, right, right. I do feel that some people don't understand that advice doesn't need to be followed. Like, thank you for your advice. I might not take it though, and don't take it personally. Like the amount of time <laughs> I heard people say like, oh no, you shouldn't put your babies to watch TV after 7 p.m. because it's screen time. I'm like, I mean, if that works for you, fine. But if sometimes my baby wakes up at 10 p.m. and there's nothing for me to do, I might just put some quiet videos if that's gonna like YouTube uh, dancing fruit if that puts her to sleep. Oh uh, yeah, the good old famous dancing fruit, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so... no, I agree with you. I agree with you, and uh, it's. You know, everyone has to find what works for them. And uh, I, that's something that I didn't really like about having um, this type of advice. And, you know, this changing attitude after the baby was born uh, was just kind of people having an opinion and kind of being a little bit judgmental. It, it hasn't happened too much, but you can sense a difference. Yeah, definitely. And there's also the, the fact that sometimes... It's not even advice, it's just like I'm talking to someone, right? And I mm. say, oh, I don't want to give my baby any... Obviously, I'm past that point, but at that point, it's like, oh, I don't want to give my baby anything sweet. Right now, I'm just trying savory stuff because I don't want them to develop a twist for sweet and then they won't like the savory. I don't know if that has any scientific basis or not. I was just going by thinking what I would do. And yeah. I remember immediately that other person was like, well, I give them this, 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 and that. I'm being really upset. I'm like, I wasn't saying that what you're doing is wrong. I'm just sharing my, what I'm doing. Yeah. It's, it's a very complicated, mind-filled-y subject, isn't it? Because sometimes someone might share something like, oh, I do this. And you immediately say, oh, no, I won't do that. It, does that sound judgmental? Like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's, it's, it's a difficult thing to do when someone is like oh i i given my baby a chocolate and then you said like oh i will never give my baby chocolate i think that's uh, incredibly yeah, bad yeah. for their health and i think it's gonna make them super hyper it's like how do you say that without basically saying that you think that what the other people just tell you they do and is dumb you know yeah no i i know exactly i know exactly what you mean and to, to be honest like people can have their own opinions and they can have their own experiences i'm a big fan of people being judgmental but not like um but in their own home and in their own part and you know speaking with their partner like you don't need to bring your judgment uh, out in the street and make people feel like it, you know um so so yeah i mean advice is okay when it's relevant when it's solicited uh, but if it's not being requested and or if it's only being seen as oh this is the way that you need to do it uh, that's when it becomes a bit more uh, in position and uh, i don't know if uh, holly shared this with you or not but um, I was speaking with uh, Martina and I feel like women have it definitely a bit worse in this aspect uh, because uh, I feel like uh, people have a lot more um, they're a lot 
easier at approaching women and just kind of like telling them their opinion and how they should do things. I remember one time Martina was telling me that she was in the supermarket and she was babbling to baby, you know, baby was sitting down and she was babbling back to, to the baby, just interacting with him. And she got this man uh, that uh, just kind of was behind her and just went like, oh, did you think you're a little bit too old to be babbling? And it's just what? like so disrespectful. It's like who asked you? Like, well, why? <laughs> yeah, wow. No, no, no. Wow. Ow. No, I'm no. I'm sorry. I'm just baffled. Wow. Um, yeah. Again, there's just advice, and then there's advice. Like for example, you could say, oh, "I, I think you should put a jacket on them because it's cold." That is good advice because you're concerned about their health or whatever. But you don't say. Oh, I don't think you should let them watch TV when there's uh, same-sex couples. Because that is not advice. That is guidance on how to bring them up. And it's not the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, and it's not only that. It's also people feel entitled to your baby as well. Like, I oh, cannot yeah. say this enough. Do not touch other people's babies. Like, the amount of time we went outside with Nim Nim... And she was basically a newborn, and this was mostly old people. They come by and they're like, "Oh, such a cute baby!" And they want to touch your baby. It's like, don't and touch the time other people, baby. As exactly. Well. And it's like, don't touch other people, baby. I know you're dying, but try not to steal the vital force <laughs> of my baby. Find other babies oh, to do your horrible. sorcery off. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get you. It, it was I get so you. annoying because at the same time, like I, we let it happen once, Holly and I, and then Holly felt so awful. Like I'm such a bad mother. I'm like, no, it was a really difficult oh, situation. Oh my goodness, bless her. To, yeah, no. no, she felt awful, mate. I was like, no, no, it's a very difficult situation to handle, but. It is. Don't touch yeah. other people, babies. Like it's not okay. Not without asking, at least. Yeah. You know? Just, just ask. What's, what's wrong with asking? That's, that's how, that's how we got confusions about consent, people. Well, like, you, you, know. you don't go around <laughs> touching other people's faces when they're grown up. What makes you feel that it's okay because they're a baby? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. People have weird boundaries when it comes to babies. They, they think they can do quite a lot of stuff, and uh, it, it can be a bit hard definitely um, and people don't know how to behave uh, people don't know how to behave around babies isn't it um, and uh, speaking of that I would like to do uh, something which is fun uh, which I've discussed with you previously I haven't looked at your examples you haven't looked at my examples but what we're going to do now is we're going to play well, I want to call it a game, but it's not really a game, but uh, just a discussion, a forum, if you would. Um, so I've looked at some of the threads on uh, Reddit. There's a subreddit called uh, Am I the Asshole? And uh, I, I took inspiration from a few posts that talk about uh, situations when you have, uh, when your friends had a baby. And uh, I'm going, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a scenario and you're going to say whether the person that I'm emulating, so the person that I, I'm being, whether that person is an asshole or not. Uh, so I'll start with uh, the first one, then you'll do yours and then I'll do another one and then you do yours. So my first one is the following. And this is all taken from threads on Reddit. Uh, I don't have the links, but this is all from threads on uh, Reddit. So the first one is... Sorry, sorry, just um, before you start. I want to say, yeah. I didn't know we were taking our examples from Reddit. 
and mine are from situations that I know have happened. I'm not saying they happened to me, but these are quote-unquote real. I mean, I guess Reddit are also real-life stories, but these are things that I know well, have Well, I appreciate... I appreciate your uh, journalistic integrity, Bruno. Uh, you didn't have to do that. You could have just lived with that lie, but I appreciate your integrity, so <laughs> that's good. Okay. <laughs> um, but I'm going to give you uh, my first example then. Uh, so um, the first one is, my friend just had a baby. She's been trying to hang out with me for a while, but I don't really want to because the whole pregnancy situation has been weird and I just don't feel that comfortable around fresh babies. So, is this person an asshole or uh, are they actually okay? What do you think? Well, first, I gotta say that I really hope we, we get the consensus that bumhole is not a bad word because otherwise editing this is gonna be a mess. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna say <laughs> this person is. I mean, just by looking at that blank statement, is not an asshole. Why? Oh, you think it's not? No. Why? Because you are not obligated to change how you are because someone else had a baby. If you're not comfortable around babies, just because they're close to you doesn't mean that you all of a sudden have to be comfortable around the baby i don't understand what they mean with the whole pregnancy the situation has been weird i think i would like some more context on that but just going by the i don't feel comfortable around fresh babies there's some people that don't feel comfortable around fresh babies i also don't understand what you mean by comfortable or do you mean picking them up or do you mean just being in the same room because then i guess you uh, in the context of the asshole. thread in the context of the thread was just being around them. Okay, then I might change and I say, you are three, three quarters of an asshole. What do mm. you think? Um, maybe asshole is a, a strong term, but I would be leaning more towards, yeah, you're being kind of a jerk or yeah. you're, you're not being really appropriate. And I'll tell you why, right? So, especially, and, uh, you know, it's, it's I don't mean to uh, put words in anyone's mouth nor you know i haven't been the one pregnant or anything like that but um from my experience dealing with martina uh, uh, and everything it's it's difficult you know you go through pregnancy and a lot of things change and i think in this example here we start by saying she's been trying to hang out with me for a while so the pregnant uh, lady she's been trying to hang out with me for a while so it's kind of like oh you know i don't really want to because the whole pregnancy situation has been weird look if they're your friend and you don't feel comfortable around fresh babies which in itself is a bit of a weird term then you can just say that it, there's nothing that a new mother wants more than just having some time away from the baby just for a bit of a relax yeah. um, so if they can do that um, then you know support them and just go um, you know your friend just had a baby she's been trying to hang out you know she's been trying to hang out so just kind of go for it take some time you can even mention, look, I don't really feel comfortable uh, around uh, very young babies uh, because uh, they are, um, I don't, like, I feel like I, uh, they're not safe around me or that I, I don't know how to handle me, uh, how, how to handle them. So I think that there's a few ways around it. I don't think it has to be, yes, I will hang out or not, no, I will not hang out. I think there's a middle term and I think you can be honest and you can still uh, do it that way. So I think I'm more leaning towards it's not really good and I think it's 
regardless if you're being an arsehole or not, it might be a friendship that you're losing for no specific reason. Yeah, I, do, do, do I, I agree what I mean, with you. My perspective. Yeah, I agree with you, especially because again, after hearing it, it's the uh, they've been trying to hang out with me for a while, and the whole pregnancy pregnancy thing is weird. You mean that you haven't seen them since they got pregnant? That is a yeah, very, essentially. That, that was that was friend. the example. Like that? No, I changed yeah. my opinion completely. You're almost certainly a, a, a bad friend at that point. It's like good. I should be a politician. I got your vote. Yeah, you did. You changed my mind, <laughs> and that ties nicely to one that I had, which is yeah, go for it. Uh, a guy, he there. Well, actually, it was a girl. Their nephew had a kid, uh, but this person didn't like carrying babies up. They they just didn't feel comfortable picking up babies, which I know it's a, it's a common thing. Some people are like, I don't want to have like pick up babies. I don't know if because they'll think they'll drop it or whatever, but it just makes them awkward. And so they didn't go and visit their nephew because their nephew was like, oh, my baby wants to like hug you and stuff and you keep rejecting it. So is this person obligated to pick up a baby even though they don't feel safe picking up a baby just because they're family? I think no. Um, no, they're certainly not obligated. And if they, I think, again, similar to the first example, as long as you set your boundaries, as long as you say, look, I don't mind, I don't mind being close to babies, I don't mind hanging around them, but I, I do, I don't feel comfortable doing that, or, you know, I need to do it in steps, or uh, I can't do it right away, or please don't put that pressure on me at the time. I think that that's okay. Um, uh, so uh, I think, you know, as long as you don't go back to the same point as, as my example, which is I'm just not going to hang out with them exactly. because I don't know what to say or what to do, then as, as long as you're telling them and as long as you're being clear, then you're not. Um, uh, so, yeah, that, that's my take on it. No, I agree completely. And that is the main difference between the two. This person is not saying I won't hang out with you. I will go, I will visit baby, I will interact with baby. Just don't force me to pick up baby because it's not even safe for baby. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Also, I might start to lose my voice. So if you notice that, it's it's normal. It's because I'm sick. Don't worry about it. So I'll... oh, okay. So so are you saying that I'm I'm just going to have to go into a monologue? Yeah, basically for the rest of the podcast, oh, okay. it's just you monologuing, not to put you in the spot. Uh, but no, no, that's fine. I'll, I'll just do it. I'm just gonna say now my my second example. It's yeah, go for there it. was a wedding, and the person from the wedding specifically said. I don't want babies to come to my wedding. It's just not an environment for babies. They're going to be crying. They make the other people uncomfortable. Don't bring babies. So the best friend of the person who was getting married had a newborn. And well, I don't remember if it was a newborn. It was like three or four months old. Whatever. The case is they had a baby. They didn't go to the wedding. And the person mm -hmm. who got married was really upset. It's like, really? You couldn't find like a, a babysitter? You, you felt like... To come to my wedding just because I didn't want to have a baby, uh, and in that, case, I guess the question is asking: Is the person who didn't attend the wedding an asshole? I'm leaning. The person who didn't attend the wedding. Yeah, I'm leaning towards no, because some people don't feel comfortable leaving babies with cedars, especially if they're less than six months old. You know. Yeah. That's 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 what I'm feeling as well. I think this is for me at least. It's a solid no because I think that it's okay, right? So she had the wedding and she said, uh, "No, I 
don't want uh, I don't want any babies there fair enough it's your decision nothing wrong with that it's your decision it's what you're doing but then if your best friend is not attending because they don't want to attend with the baby as per your wishes you can't really force them to get a sitter because as you're saying like not everyone feels comfortable with the sitter not everyone feels comfortable in that type of situations and like everyone is different some people might be okay with having a sitter for a two-week-old uh, some people might not feel okay to have a sitter for a uh, a two-year-old uh, you know so uh, people react differently to having babies and at, at the early uh, months it can be quite hard so <coughs> excuse me so if if someone wasn't didn't feel comfortable leaving their uh, young baby with a sitter I think that's okay um, it, it kind of sucks but it's just the forces of the circumstances nothing specific exactly just like you're not an a-hole for banning babies from your wedding because that's another uh, valid point a lot of people yeah. say that you shouldn't ban babies from places completely disagree babies are completely bannable not everyone can or wants to hang out with a baby they're not yeah. easy yeah they're not quiet they're loud sometimes they're very stinky <laughs> so they're not easy to hang out with. yeah so you're perfectly fine to ban them from certain situations but just as you're able to do that, people are able to say, well, I'm going to prioritize my baby over your event. And yes, missing a wedding is, it's a sad state of affairs, but it's just what happens, you know? Yeah, precisely, precisely. So I think this is one of those cases like, you're not a jerk because, or you're not an asshole because you're doing that, but the other person is also not one because they didn't take it. Everyone's respecting the wishes, so you just kind of have to respect theirs as well. So, yeah, cool. My second example. Um, so again, I'm talking from the perspective of the person who posted on the subreddit. Yeah. Uh, I posted a picture of my grandson online and my son and daughter-in-law were very upset. But it's ridiculous. They don't post any pictures. Are they ashamed of their baby or something? Okay, in that one, talking to the poster of the post, yes, you are the asshole. Tell you why. Yeah. Mostly because, precisely because they haven't posted anything. I guess this person is an old person, so that's why they don't know the risk involved in posting pictures online. I'm personally not completely against it, as you might know, I, I constantly post pictures of Nim Nim. I know my own security factors where I post them, but still a lot of yeah. people might disagree with me, which is totally understandable. Mm -hmm. But so, for example, if I post pictures and then a family member posts a picture without telling me, I might not even be upset because I'm already posting pictures. But if I haven't posted any picture whatsoever and then you post a picture without my permission, no, completely yeah. out of line. I agree. Completely out of line. It's like... Uh, whatever the reasoning is, if they aren't posting any pictures, then that doesn't give you the right to post any pictures. Um, so they might not be doing it for a very specific reason, which may be valid to you or not. But um, but yeah, that's their reason. So uh, you have to respect their wishes. Yeah. No, cool. I'll agree. go to my third and last example and then you can go to yours. Yeah. Uh, my third one, um, again, from the perspective of who posted... Uh, my brother had a baby and even though I want to meet the baby, there's also a new video game coming out and I want to play it too. Uh, what should I prioritize? Uh, sh I'm, th I'm leaning towards playing the game. Yeah, same. Sorry? Yeah, same. 
Same? Yeah. No, of course not. I'm joking. <laughs> Bertha is meaning your nephew. Of course. Oh, yeah. Um, or, I think... Yeah, it says him. Yeah, yeah, your nephew. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, mostly, there's there's some stuff that you can prioritize the other one. Don't get me wrong. But especially because a baby is something that is kind of permanent. It's not like if you miss it, you're not going to see it. But a video game yeah. is also something that you can do later. So it's not like, oh, you're going to miss it. If it was, for example, a one-time-only show of the most expected musical and you have tickets, then yeah, okay, maybe you don't go see them the exact same day after they were born. But a video game you can play a week, a month, a year after. And meeting your nephew, even though your nephew is going to be there forever, they're not going to be one week old, one day old, one month old forever. They're going to keep growing. So no, prioritizing yeah. the game is dumb in my opinion. You are the asshole for even considering it, in my opinion, to be honest. I think it depends on the situation. In this case, if it's your brother and you have a good connection with them, uh, which it seems like the poster did, uh, then I think, yeah, you should make that effort because exactly as you're saying, like you go there, well, sometimes it depends on the distance, but um, you go there and you meet the baby, then you can go back to the video game and uh, you're not really going to lose that much. But for your, for, let's put it this way, it means a lot more to your brother that you're there just to see the baby uh, rather than it means to you to play that video game. And sometimes doing things for other people and what gives them meaning instead of just you is also you know nice yeah i think you uh, hit so, the nail yeah. on the head it's not about the baby the baby won't remember squat it's about your brother yeah, exactly it's about your brother exactly. having their brother meeting their baby so uh, but also I, I worked under the caveat that they had a good relationship because if they're strange brothers then ah screw it but if you have a brother yeah. relationship <laughs> then yeah it's not about the baby the baby won't remember it at all but your yeah, brother will. Remember, your brother will remember the proud feeling of showing the baby to his brother. So yeah, you are the a-hole in that example. Yeah, exactly. Like I would, I wouldn't cut relationship over it, but uh, I would. But I will definitely, definitely be hurt. Like, eh, really? Yeah. yeah, I definitely be hurt. It's like maybe you'll cool. miss the next year's Christmas postcard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it hasn't happened to me, fortunately, but uh, my brother did come and visit uh, Nico quite early on, and he was very nice about it, but uh, but yeah. So what's the third example you've got for me? Let, let's see, let's see. Well, this one is, my partner wanted to name her kid after his grandpa. However, the name was problematic, to say the least. Not only is it ripe for bullying, but it can cause other issues as well. Should I give in and name the kid that way just because it was a family issue? And I think I'm going to have to be, to put context here, uh, to make it more clear. The name was yeah. Adolf. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So my friend had a, it was the Spanish version, so Adolfo, but still Adolf. And they do live in the States. So actually it was going to be Adolf. So imagine naming your kid Adolf and then a very Mexican sounding surname in the States. Not only is it ripe for bullying, but also you have a kid that every day in school is named Adolf. So I kind of understand yeah. where she's coming from. And even though the, the guy is like, yeah, but my grandpa was named like that. It's like, I mean, yeah, it, it's I to be honest, this one, I don't know. I think this one baffles me. Uh, baffle seems to be my word of the day. But yeah, I don't know. For one part, I'm like, I mean, it's just the name of your of your grandparent. You obviously, and it's just, I don't mean it as in 
Oh, it's just, just ignore it. I mean, it's just that. It's not any other relation to that other Adolf. But on the other side, I'm also thinking, yeah, but think of the, the kid, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that if you don't want to name the kid, I, I don't think that that makes you an asshole. Because the thing is, the, the kid's name, the baby's name, has to be a decision by both, right? So if you if you don't want to name, like, um, I remember that when the... Um, when there's these type of situations, choosing names for kids and everything, there's that uh, thing about doing a veto, uh, like vetoing yes, names. And yes. some some people like, oh, you know, every person, each person gets a veto on uh, uh, on a specific name, and you, sometimes you don't even need to give a reason. Maybe you just don't like the name, and the name needs to be decided by both. So, uh, so oh, that's probably I, what I would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's probably what I would do. Um, so, so yeah, I would say not, not, a, not an a-hole in that case. Okay, and what about asterisk? What about putting it as a middle name? Putting it as a middle name? Yeah, because uh... that actually is personal. The name I wanted for Nim Nim, the, uh, Holly was like, no, no, mm -mm, no, uh-uh. And I was like, okay, okay, can we please put it as a middle name? And Holly was like, yeah, only if you agree to not call her by that name, every other day and like yeah no sure yeah that, that's fine so that's actually her middle name so when you okay. when you hear this name name that's what you have that middle name so what do you think of conceding to middle names uh again a decision needs to be by both parents so if the other parent agrees with that nothing wrong with it if they go like no i really don't want to um uh but would you, do, would you do it for, a deal, a, but... for an adult, though? <laughs> That's what I'm would asking. I do it for... Yeah, would you do it for would an I adult? Would I do it for an adult? Because uh... it's such a... Probably not. Yeah, such a tarnished name now, isn't it? Adolf. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely worse in English, isn't it? And I guess in German. But, uh, um, but yeah, in Portuguese, I don't think that I would have much of an issue as a middle name. Because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have the same connotation. Well, it has the same connotation, but it doesn't have the same No, I get you. Sound. In Mexico, there's it a lot of It doesn't sound Adolfos, the same. But the thing is, if you live in the state, even if your name is Adolfo, everyone will call you Adolf. Like, they won't bother saying Adolfo. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah that's enough. how Americans are. I mean, I'm generalizing. Yeah, you also about have to specifics. look out for your baby, isn't it? So so the baby would definitely get quite bullied or he, they would stand up. So that would be quite uh, interesting. Um, so, so, yeah, I really like those examples. Uh, I think it's, um, it's good to see, like, even where we shared more or we agreed more or less, I think it's, it's interesting to see uh, the kind of things that, that happen because all of these examples, whether they were taken from the subreddit or they were taken from personal experiences, these are things that happened. And so kind of navigating through what's okay and not okay, it's, it's quite an interesting exercise. Obviously, that is our experience, isn't it? So is, what is okay with us might not be for others and what might not be for others might be... Uh, okay with us so it really really depends yeah exactly that was our perspective if you're listening to this it would be interesting to think what you think of the examples i know i'm getting ahead of myself yeah. normally we ask for emails at the end no 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 i think yeah. that's a good time give give us your idea do you agree do you disagree with us what what do you think yeah send us an email send us an email and tell us what you think or just send us a message on facebook or whatever just get in touch with us and let us know if you have any other examples or what you think of these examples whether we're, we've got it completely wrong so yeah. yeah 
And going back to to that feeling of okay, so we we had the baby. This is the the first day it's been here. Now it's been a little bit more of a day. And and again, going to the advice because sometimes you start getting advice even before baby is born. So you obviously get an idea of how it's gonna be like. What do you think was yeah. the reality? Like, what was your reality versus the expectations that you had built before the baby was born? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's exactly what you're saying. Even during pregnancy and everything, you tend to get a lot of uh, opinions on what it's going to be. And um, uh, I've got a bit of a pet peeve with uh, opinions in general, because usually if someone's telling me that something's going to go one way, um, I go like, mm, why can't it be the other way uh, and everything? But in my mind, especially with the sleeping, I was creating a horror story for myself because people, everyone, every single person and online and everything everyone's just going like bye bye to sleep you better sleep now and you better you know save your sleep and you better enjoy your sleep now and actually you know i got the baby home and i know that i'm very lucky i'm not, I'm not saying otherwise but i slept more than i thought and i don't know if that's because uh people were exaggerating or maybe i created such a bad scenario in my mind that by the time i got there it wasn't as bad as i put it on myself but at the end of the day i remember sleeping um uh more than i originally thought um but in terms of other disparities and discrepancies between what is expected and what had actually happened um i kind of had the feeling that you know when the baby was sleeping that we were that um we were going to be able to do a few things but the reality <laughs> of it is that you're just so tired not about sleeping but you're just so physically tired that whenever the baby is sleeping you just I don't want to say that you sleep as well because I don't remember doing that, but I remember just wanting to have a rest and not doing anything when the baby was uh, was sleeping. Yeah. Um, is is that the same for you as well in terms of when uh, Nim Nim was sleeping or how was sleep? Yeah, you? yeah, I feel you. Well, first and foremost, the horror story is they're shared, man. And the amount of times I heard, that's it, you're you're gone. The you might as well sell your bed because you're never gonna see it again. It was incredible. Uh, oh, yeah. But it wasn't yeah, yeah. so bad. Now, I do want to, para, uh, not paraphrase, but to give credit when credit is due. The first few weeks, Nim Nim being a newborn, she slept really okay. And afterwards, okay. Uh, she has fallen in and out of sleeping yes and sleeping no, mostly to sleeping no. And while, my, while Holly was in leave, she was amazing enough to say look you have to work so you have to get up early and you cannot take a nap or everything so when she wakes up at night because i'm nursing her because nim nim is is a nurse still is breastfed i'm the one who's gonna wake up so i my sleep never got affected at all and i know some people might think that i'm, oh, okay. I'm not in the right to do that but that's how it happened so yeah that i i got a lot of sleep mostly because i had an amazing partner that was like that was like well there's no point in you waking up so i'll, I'll just wake up and I, i'll nurse her so my sleep didn't get that much affected in in reality but for example there is the the fact that the, the actually i remember being really scared of nappies because i i had a, a thing with others and really bad with with bad smells and I was like, oh, oh yeah. nappies are going to be horrible. 
And the first few ones, they were pretty chill. I'm like, oh yeah, I can do this. This is nothing. And then the solid <laughs> foods came in. Man, the first nappy after solid foods, I felt like someone was pouring vinegar up my nostrils. It was the most horrible thing I have smelled in a while. <laughs> I still remember it and I, I feel traumatized. It's 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 awful. Uh, yeah, no. Blah. So so nappies was a big a big change for for me, something that I expected. I was like, oh it was gonna be really oh, bad yeah. because it was a whole cycle. It was like, oh it's gonna be really bad. And then I was like, oh it's actually not that bad. And it was like, no, it's worse, it's worse, it's much worse. So yeah, that, that was the <laughs> and yeah, so how how was that for you, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nappies um uh it was okay in the beginning. I noticed the difference when solid foods uh, got in, definitely. But uh, I don't know. I just kind of got used to it. Uh, I think what surprised me, and it's a stupid thing to surprise me because it's like, of course, the doy, that's what happens. But it was way more nappies than I thought. Like, I just, I, I don't know why. I guess I just haven't thought about it. But um, it was just so many nappies. Just like, I remember discussing, like, thinking about, uh, uh, like, one of the packs of nappies and going, like, oh, you know, this will last me, like, two months, isn't it? And it's like, and I remember Martina uh, looking at me and she goes, like, no, this is for a week. And I go like, what? A week? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, in my and case, for uh, example, that was an expectation. Like that was, I knew it because we're talking about like our preconceived notions versus what happened. I knew nappies yeah. was going to be like that. I remember since even before I was an adult, uh, when everyone like my grown up acquaintances were having babies, they said like the most expensive thing is going to be nappies because there's like a ton of them. And so, yeah, for, so I wasn't surprised by the amount. I was surprised by the smell. <laughs> um, did, you, did you find that uh, in terms of uh, nappies being expensive, by the way? Because um, I, don't, I actually find them very, very cheap. And maybe that's because of my experience in, in, back in Portugal, that they, they are a lot more expensive. Not only that, but my parents, like back when my parents had me and my my siblings they were a lot more expensive and now they are fairly cheap so um did, or did you did you get that they were expensive based on what your perception was not really but it is one of the expenses that you make more often you know yeah definitely definitely and and but, so i think that's what yeah. they meant it's like it's gonna be one regular expense that you're not gonna that you didn't have before and again it's because you use so many it's like nappy after nappy after yeah. nappy but like you said it's it's kind of like at the doy it's like well how much times do you pee and poo per day they're the same if not more often so obviously they're gonna use them but i oh, i yeah, kind of was prepared for that but for example what i wasn't prepared is by how strong they are because they gr even even when they're really young, isn't uh, it? They yeah, when they're newborn, they're so strong. They yeah. grab something. It's like you cannot have that because it's dangerous. Try to whoever came up with the expression trying to steal baby uh, candy from a baby clearly never tried to steal candy for a baby because it's not easy. Is <laughs> <laughs> they're super strong yeah. and at the same time they're super frail and I think that combination yeah. it's what makes it even worse because it's like okay they're grabbing something. And they're strong, so I need to pull it away with more strength than the one I'm using. But what if I use too much? 
what if I end up dislocating their little arm because they're too they're they're very frail. So that was such a weird balance for me. It's like ah, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 a bit strange because they're both stronger and frailer than you originally think. So it's it's kind of a, a, a strange combination. Um, and I guess the the last one for me that um, that I want to mention is that something which I didn't quite expect is loving the baby so much and being so emotionally attached to baby because you think like logically speaking rationally speaking you you think about it and you go like yeah i mean it's it's my son or it's my daughter or whatever it's uh, and you, you're going to you're going to love them right you know that you're going to love them but i um i didn't think that i it was going to be so strong i think like after Nico was born, I really understood the meaning of, like, I would easily do anything or just die for this child if I had to, like, to protect them or to make their life easier or something. Like, no questions asked, no doubts in my mind. And uh, I never thought about it quite like that. Obviously, you rationalize it, but sometimes in the past it's kind of like, yeah, I would, you know, uh, take a bullet for my family or something. But it's kind of like, well, I guess it you know, we would have to see what the situation was. And now with the baby, it's just like anything, anytime, anyway. Yeah, and I have to say that <clears throat> in my case, it was weird because you every time you see it in media, you're like, as soon as the baby is born, there's like this explosion of love. And I'm not saying mm. it didn't happen, but it didn't feel like a switch going on and off. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to say. It's not like I saw the baby and suddenly there was a switch. I saw the baby and I, I knew it was my baby, I was crying, I was emotional, but I didn't even realize when I started feeling as much love for baby as I do. I don't know if it was gradual or if it was the explosion, it's just, it was there. It's hard to explain, I, don't, I cannot put it to words, but I cannot say it also like, I think that the picture in media of you immediately feel this sudden burst of love for your baby. Yes, but not like that. It's not like someone flips a switch and all of a sudden there's a new character that you're playing and you love them just the same. It's like you see them... Oh, that, you, that's the whole premise of the episode. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you see them, you, you, you start noticing that you're worried about them. It's, it's very weird with feelings. It's not something that you notice. It's, it's, it's just there. That, I think that's what I'm trying to say. Is I didn't notice it. I just love the baby you know what i'm trying to say it's it i don't know if i'm expressing myself no uh, yeah i i know what i know what you mean it's kind of like it's 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 there but you don't realize it it's there but you know it is and if you look at it it is but it's kind of like you don't really understand when it changed but it changed massively so i i get what you mean i get what you mean yeah um but moving on a little bit. So, in a, in a bit of a change of topic, um, but still related to what we discussed previously, family and friend support. So, obviously, you know, you take your kids home, it's the first few weeks, or if it's the first few months, and uh, I think that, um, going back to that expression, uh, it, it takes a village to raise, and sometimes, uh, you know, you really rely on the support that you have from your family and your friends. Uh, so I, what I wanted to ask you is, how was it for you? What kind of support uh, did you get? Did you not get? Did you feel like 
um, and I don't want you to badmouth anyone, but uh, did you feel like it was adequate to what you guys needed or how did you feel? Well, I'm just gonna speed through this and say I didn't feel left out at all. Poor came loving in Good. from everywhere, family, friends, like actually it was even more than I expected. People that I just consider acquaintances were well, all of a sudden saying, hey, I have this baby clothes that I had for my baby when they were a baby like a year ago. So here, mm. have bags and bags and bags of baby clothes. And here, have bags and bags of baby toys. And family making trips and staying on Airbnbs to be able to come and be close with baby. And I, it's just, I, I cannot say thank you enough to all the people that were there in any way, shape or form. Like I, I you don't know how many people are there for you until you have a baby because it might not be for anything else but babies babies move people that's that's my takeaway from the story babies move people and yeah there's there's really not much to add like even people that i haven't talked about in ages they were contact me on social media because they live in mexico but they were contact me on social media saying hey congratulations i'm so proud of you you're gonna be an amazing dad there was even a moment in, in which i was like Dude, we met like once on a an acquaintance birthday party. How do you know I'm gonna be an excellent dad? It's just I don't know. <laughs> it, but yeah, they're just very optimistic love about came you. pouring in, man. That that was my experience at least. Yeah, yeah. No, I I completely relate to that because it was very very similar to us. You know, um, it's kind of weird because like we or. You know, it's not, but, you know, at our age, we have um, a lot of people going through the same things that we are, uh, just having babies. I mean, at our age, is actually a little bit weird, isn't it? Because you have people who have just started moving out of their home or they just started moving into their own on, on a flat uh, and living by themselves and starting their lives. And you have people who already have like maybe two or three kids and they're already at the next stage and you can't even relate to them that much. So it's kind of a strange age in that sense. Um, but the good thing is that because you have so many people and so many friends going through the same things that there is a lot of support uh, to one another and uh, it was very very similar to us you know people giving us clothes whether that's used clothes new clothes uh, support gift cards toys uh, whatever it is and uh, um, they just um, helped us quite a lot that, that's valid both for family and friends and seeing them so proud and so happy for us it, it's really quite a, a good and special moment um fortunately you know i didn't uh, one of my biggest fears with having a baby was always that, um, you know, there's also that initial outpour of support and love. But after a while, I was afraid that you would start losing some friendships, especially with those friends that um, you that they don't have babies. And so you don't have as much in common anymore because I've seen it happen before. But fortunately, uh, we didn't lose that with anyone. Uh, we had close friends that we met with regularly and they continued to meet with us regularly. They continued that, their support. And that was really, really good because it was one of my biggest fears because I didn't want my life to like i didn't want to change my identity just because of having a uh, just because of having nico you know i love nico but i didn't want to change my whole identity even though it did i didn't want it to affect it 
in that sense. Um, and yeah, some family came over. Um, most of the family that we have visited was from Portugal, which in times of COVID meant that there were a few delays and a few hurdles to get through in order for them to visit. Not as easy as before, um, but uh, we did get them around and uh, uh, they are always itching to uh, meet him more times. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah, it's, it's like you said, you don't want to... To change even though the change is there but you don't want to have to completely make a, a 180 on everything so the fact that you know that the support is there it's, it's very essential I think so it, it's good that we both have that experience and I really wish that everyone could share those those experiences but I have a lot of respect for people that don't and they still carry through And I just wanted to add that real quick, because again, I know that we're talking about our own point of view, and I don't want to, for anyone that didn't have that, please don't, I'm trying not to, I'm trying to mitigate the emotional turmoil this might think of thinking, wow, those two guys were very lucky and I didn't get that. If you didn't get that, and you passed through it, much respect to you, so don't don't think that we are the norm maybe we're not and so i don't know what i'm trying to do it's just i i really don't want to discourage anyone's uh, not discourage but diminish anyone's experiences with showing just how lucky we were you know yeah and if you you know if you had a different experience or if you want to 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 reach out and say anything or give a different perspective then we're always Uh, happy to hear and we might share that perspective in a in a in a different episode uh, because i think it is important for us to talk about our experiences that is the point of the podcast but it is also important for us and other people other listeners to know that there are other experiences which are just as valid um and speaking about changes and uh, at the end of it so you have the baby right first few days weeks months whatever it is Looking back, what do you think has changed for you? Well, I have less time, and yes, even though I have more free time that that holiday, I still have less time for myself. Because now is you work, you eat, you finish bathing baby, you finish putting baby. Basically, I'm not gonna go through the whole routine, but there's so much less time that I had. Uh, there's less money, a lot less money. Uh, the house is never calm because even when we're sleeping we're all tense of don't wake them don't wake them don't wake them and <laughs> and the thing that have changed the most is that now find myself planning to the future with uh, someone else before it was like oh i want to go on holiday and i'm like why want to go on holiday where can i go that it would be entertaining for a baby or a kid even thinking so far ahead as teenager like For example, I want to go to Disneyland, but I'm not rich enough that I can go whenever I want. So let's plan it. When is best? When they're toddlers? When they're a little bit kids? I want to go to Japan, but I want to go to the rural area. Kids want to enjoy that. Should we wait until they're a teenager? So I think that is the... the oh, well, I should say those. Those are the most significant changes that... Besides everything that I, we already mentioned, obviously, that I noticed... Uh, after baby uh, what about you yeah i i think it's in a similar vein i think uh, you know some of the stuff that you talked about is definitely uh, rings true for me as well i think 
in terms of time, it's all about choices. And it's kind of like just choosing how you're going to spend your time. Uh, it, the choices are a lot more you need to be a lot more careful before having nico it was more like okay yeah yeah i can hang out i can do something and now it's a uh, kind of uh, um just going at it and, and thinking um if i choose to do this it is going to uh put a burden on martina or it's going to put a burden on me or i might have to go to bed later uh, or something like that so that's kind of uh, how it changes um and then it's more around like the world starts revolving around the baby and the baby's needs. Uh, the focus is less on daddy and mummy and their needs and their own relationship. It's more around like the baby's definitely at the center of everything. Uh, and in other things, it's I guess it's made me a bit more protective, kind of linked to the emotional bond that I was talking about earlier. Uh, just feeling really attached to the baby and it's just like makes me a lot more protective. Um, and <laughs> another thing that was kind of unexpected was that now I just get very emotional and very... Um, affected when i see or when i read stories uh, news stories about like children who are suffering and this happened like when it was like the children in ukraine um who are going through very difficult situations and anything that has to do with children suffering whether that's far away whether that's because of circumstances within their control or not um it just affects me a lot more because immediately even without thinking my immediate thought was what would happen if that was Nico? So, and I just get like a shiver down my spine and just go like, Ugh, I don't even want to think about it. And then makes me think like those poor parents, you know what I mean? So it's, it's very difficult in that sense. Um, and I guess just in general, going a lot more to the hospital and to the GP. Uh, I think before uh, before Nico, I probably had been to a hospital maybe once every five years or so, uh, which uh, is that a good thing? Maybe it's not a good thing. I did go for a full house screening anyway. Um, but it's just like I've been so many times to the hospital and GP, whether that's because of a fever maybe, or because it's a normal checkup uh, or whatever it is. It's just seeing a lot of doctors, which I appreciate, but it's it's just quite different from, uh, from before. Yeah, no, definitely. <clears throat> I see what you mean. I used to. You okay? You can, can you still speak? We we've, we're almost, almost there. Almost there. How's I'm, your voice? I'm flagging. I'm flagging, but I'm still here. I'm still here, and I just wanted to say yeah. that I the trips to the doctors. I completely agree. It's like I and for example, for myself, when I'm sick, it's like oh, I'll just ride through it. I haven't seen, been to the doctor for this, for example. But now I see like a blister on your skin. I'm like, we need to call the hospital. And I'm, I'm even finding myself like googling private. Uh, pediatricians near me to see if like ah screw it i'll go private like yeah i become much more paranoid about health wow yeah yeah no fair enough fair enough cool so i think that your voice is probably gone yeah you still here yeah yeah almost ah, there but i think it's just enough for me to say my goodbyes man do you want oh uh, yeah do you want to say goodbyes all right uh, you know, or if you want to keep chatting, you can keep chatting. No, no, yeah? I'm fine. No, I'm fine. I, I, I think I think it we re, we reach a nice closing point. <laughs> Please, no, I think, I think so too. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, um, 
as as usual, uh, you can check the description uh, of this episode for any relevant links and resources about what we've talked about. Um, let us know what you think about those resources and links, whether you think we should include more or something more relevant as well. Um, you can also follow us on social media. We've got like a Facebook account. We've got Instagram. Uh, we've got YouTube. Not all of them are strictly as active as they can be uh, we tend to we're going slowly at it in a way just testing the water seeing what works what doesn't but you can definitely follow us there and you can definitely send us messages because we will have a look at them uh, but the best way uh, to reach us is as usual if you write to us at contact at foreignersandfathers.com uh, the email address will also be in the description um, and it would be really good to hear from you, aside from what we've talked before, uh, in terms of uh, what you thought who was the uh, asshole in those situations or not. But it would be really like uh, be really good to hear from you. Uh, what were your first days like with a new baby? Um, what was the uh, worst advice that someone gave you about your newborn? That's quite an interesting one. Um, and just. In general, and as always, any other feedback or topics that you'd like us to cover or that, um, or any other feedback you have on what we have already covered so far. Um, and just a quick call out, please remember to subscribe to not miss an episode uh, and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app. If you're listening to us on Apple, there's, you know, just go and rate us uh, on Spotify as well. Any other app you use that really, really helps us uh, get helps us um, get the show out there. Um, so that would be really good. Just leave us a review and, uh, you know, we might read your review. Maybe yes, maybe not, but we'll, we'll read uh, your review. So just, you know, if you want to get a call out, um, we, we might read that. So please leave us a review. And finally, the next episode, which is available in a week's time, unless you're listening to this in the future, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, generational gap and the differences in education. And by these, we mean how we were educated versus how uh, we are planning to educate our kids, because uh, it's, you know, sometimes change comes in generations and sometimes you have to look at that and understand how it goes. Um, but that's all from us today. Um, thank you, uh, Bruno, for your time. Uh, thank you for talking to me about these first days. Um, and uh, I wish you all the best. Hopefully, by the time we record the next one, your voice will have recovered. Um, and uh, have a very good rest of your day. Yeah, thank you so much for, for everything. I really appreciate you. Thank you for, for sharing this time with me, as always, and your experiences, my man. And thank you for everyone who listened and who for everyone who takes yeah, the time I was just going to, say. To, to integrate us into their life. I, I really, really appreciate it. And I hope you have a, a, a great rest of your week. Brilliant. Okay, Bruno, thank you so much. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye.